This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. We're tackling the topic of stress because we are all affected by it. Whether it's at work, with family issues, money worries, the list is endless. It's a source of unhappiness and ill health, which is why we're speaking with my guest today, who's a brilliant psychotherapist who graduated from Oxford University with three master's degrees, a doctorate, and recently honored with an OBE. Welcome, Dr. Patni. Here's one of the gems we've learned about in this chat. Now let's look at stress. What, what is stress? A very simple way of thinking about stress is, it is the relationship between demand and capacity. If you put it as an equation, demand over capacity. Imagine now that the demand is going up, going up, going up like it mm-hmm. was in the COVID times. So many demands are coming up. Physical demand, personal demand, relationship demand, even moral demands. Stress levels have gone up hugely in the world. And especially since COVID, they've gone up even more. And we all seem to be living in this fight or flight sympathetic nervous system. I have a theory about it, but I wanted to ask you, what is stress and why do we experience more and more of it? There are, of course, many signs and symptoms of stress. So, for example, in the body, people start having headaches, nausea, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have this stomach kind of problems, shallow breathing, heart palpitations, you have aches and pains in the body, and somebody Mm -hmm. starts telling you, you know, I feel this headache is never going to go because I feel so stressed, and this headache is there. And the feeling is there as well. So, for example, you know, we feel anxiety, fear, as is kind of foreboding about something bad is going to happen. We feel frustrated about things and we become snappy in our behavior. People become snappy and, you know, they at once get triggered off by something very slow, so something very small. And, and they also some people, you know, tend to withdraw, fight or flight. This kind of flight behavior is that you can't manage the stress and therefore you start withdrawing from everything. There is indecisiveness. People then become very kind of confused. Sometimes they become tearful. And all these kind of are symptoms of stress. So, so where does stress actually come from? What is stress? Stress is your experience in relationship to the world around you, which you find challenging, dangerous to your well-being and your life even. And as much as you kind of perceive that there is danger around you, or there is a challenge around you, then stress will begin to arise. People can be stressors. Physical situation can be stressors. Even having something slightly out of line in my life can be a stressor, which then triggers off the whole stress response. Okay. Now let's look at stress. What What is stress? A very simple way of thinking about stress is, it is the relationship between demand and capacity. If you put it as an equation, demand over capacity. So imagine now that the demand is going up, going up, going up like it Mm -hmm. was in the COVID times. 
So many demands are coming up. Physical demand, personal demand, relationship demand, even moral demands. So we find challenging situation. These are called demands. I mean, they exist, but we perceive stress in different ways. Just like, you know, we talk about the half glass. So one thing which I perceive as very stressful may not be stressful to you at all. Mm -hmm. So in other words, there is another component to stress, which is capacity. If I have a lot of capacity, then I can deal with huge number of challenges. But if I have a limited capacity, then even a small demand can trigger off the stress. Okay. Demand, as I was saying, can come from many different directions. And the capacity is related in terms of our physical capacity, emotional capacity, intellectual capacity, our moral Mm -hmm. capacity. Demand over capacity, which can also be thought of as pressure. Pressure versus resilience. If there is a pressure on something, if I'm pulling a kind of rubber band, then if it is resilient, then it will keep on stretching. And if I leave it, Mm -hmm. it comes back to its original position. That is called resilience. The third way of talking about stress is that I can think of pressure, demand as a challenge, a challenge to myself, my relationship with the world. So it could be seen as a challenge. And people often say, I find this job very challenging. Now, challenge versus inner strength. We can talk about capacity as resilience, or we can talk about Mm -hmm. it as inner strength as well. Capacity means what are the psychological resources you have. So what you're saying, Ramesh Bhai, is that saying stress is our relationship with the world, which should actually be a joy rather than pressure. And because a lot of us are living our life like this, are living our life pressurized and feeling pressure, then the joy out of our lives is gone. That's right. And and, and what happens is that because stress is that kind of uh, bodily or a mental response to that, there is a clear relationship between stress and well-being. And stress in itself is such a response at the individual level that it takes right. away the sense of well-being. And well-being, mm-hmm. of course, is related to happiness and joy, is it not? That if I feel yes. well yes. in my body, if I feel well in my mind, of course, there is a capacity to feel joy and happiness in my life. If we think about stress as challenge versus inner strength, the more inner strength I have, the more capacity I have to then deal with the challenge. So how can we deal with issues like this? Is it that 10 minutes a day of meditation? Is it a whole lifestyle? How do you suggest we deal with it? There are things which will happen, which will be you know, beyond our control. So when I say you know, yes. your relationship with the environment, sometimes you, you cannot control the environment. So for example, how can we control the price of you know, energy? Uh, okay, to a certain extent, government is trying to control it and say, okay, we'll put a cap on it and this, that, and the other. But then there are things beyond your control. But there are things which are within your control, which is how do you respond to that? Situations will keep on unfolding in your life, right? But the question is, how are you going to respond to that? Or how are you going to react to that? And that determines whether you're going to experience the stress or not. So there are two things here, uh, Anshu. The immediate thing is that you need to have some coping skills. Meditation, you can say, okay, I'm feeling stress at the moment. Let me try and breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. 
And in after about two, three minutes, you at least the stress seems to be going down. So that kind of you know way of using our breath for controlling it and then you know feeling the stress slowly coming out of our mm-hmm. mind, that is the immediate thing. So for example, that is a coping skill. For example, if if my you know thoughts have been triggered off by something in the external environment, I can begin to control the thought pattern by recognizing that here I have been triggered off now and I'm now experiencing okay. this. What can I do about it? And you start kind of taking your mind either to another direction or kind of reasoning with yourself about it. Or you can say, okay, I know this is a challenging situation for me, but my perception of this is that I'm going to turn it into an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There is also something called the long-term development of our capacity. So that if I increase my capacity in the long run, then it also gives me this strength. It gives me resilience. It gives me this inner strength, which then can cope with many situations which I might not have been able to cope with before. So Dr. Patni, when you talk about uh, developing your inner strength, is that the same as developing your capacity? That's right inner psychological resources. Even thinking in terms of the body, body can also support you in terms of stress, right? So that breathing in and out is a coping mechanism. When you're stressed, your shoulders will hurt, your back will hurt. You actually, these are physical manifestations of stress. That's right. And and you can do something about it, right? You can do some kind of relaxation, body scanning, and, and that also reduces the stress in the body and therefore reduces the stress in the mind. In the short term, anyway. But what we mean by capacity is our psychological resources, right? And primarily because the psychological resources are about capacity, I need to have the psychological resources with me, which will give me not only the resilience, but gives me this inner strength. So I want you to describe inner strength to us before we carry on, before we talk more about it. What exactly is it? We can talk about inner strength as, say, character strength. And this is something which we all have at our core. It is also something which is positive, right? So it is a strength. It is an inner strength. It is something at our core. It is positive as well. Mm -hmm. And also, it is like a trait. It is like my kind of character. And it is like having this capacity to do something. So we can talk about strength as Strength for thinking, feeling, and behaving in such a way that it can help me to achieve the best potential which I have for myself and bring it out for myself, not only for myself, but others as well. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast, Wellness Curated, on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. So now here's the million dollar question. How do we develop our inner strength? Because you're saying if you develop your inner strength, most situations that come in front of you, you will have the capacity to deal with them. How do we develop this? And how much time is needed? How much effort is needed? Could you give us literally a step-by-step guide? Before we do that, I think we we should mention some inner strengths, right? So what what do we mean by the inner strengths. So we can talk about uh, virtues and strength. They are available in many different cultures, many different religions. 
And for example, we can take wisdom as a virtue. Okay. Now, wisdom will express itself as a strength in creativity. Some people who are creative have got this inner strength which comes through creativity. And wisdom can also be seen as this kind of inner wisdom, this knowledge and experience which come together as wisdom, which then is expressed as this very kind of fine-tuned mind, curiosity, being able to see from different perspective. We can talk about courage expressed as a strength. You are a brave person. You are a persevering person. You are an honest person. You have got this zest and energy for life. This is the important point. Number one, the four A's of conscious living, because it is through conscious living that you will develop this inner strength. What are the four A's? Awareness, alertness, attention, action. These are what I call the four A's of conscious living, which means you are here right now in the present moment and whatever is happening in the present moment, you have got the power to change it. So if we okay. want to develop something as an inner resource, we have to do it in the present moment. You can't think of it in the past or you, you are hoping that it will happen sometime in the future. You have the power to do it right now. It requires for you to be alert that this thought process is going in this direction. I need to bring it into creativity or I need to be mm -hmm. uh, telling myself I, I am persevering with whatever I'm doing. So you get alerted. You pay attention to the thought or the feeling or the behavior. And then you change it at that moment. That is fascinating. Number two, identify what is the best in you. Each one of us has got strong strengths. Identify what is the best in you and use that as a platform so that if I have this kind of, you know, fine mind and I can use that fine mind to help all my other strengths. So I can, for example, the one of the greatest strengths you can have is love, compassion, and kindness. So if I use my strength, then I can use that strength to help develop other strengths as well. So that's number two. Obstacles are going to come in your life because you are trying to do something different. Like we know that, you know, if you want to do something different, we will see many obstacles coming in our way. Look at obstacles as opportunities for growth and development. So it's like saying, this glass is not half empty, it is actually half full. I appreciate the water which is in the glass. And therefore, I look at obstacles as opportunities for development and growth. Other thing is number four is that practice meditation and mindfulness, because that really is something which allows us to be in the moment, have developed a, a, an increased capacity for awareness and presence of mind. Mindfulness okay. meditation is very good exercise to do on a daily basis. Number five, okay. don't forget the value of relationships. Through relationships and through our support in our immediate family and friends and, and even our acquaintances, they can be a huge support in developing our inner strength. Okay. It is not how many times you fall down. It is how many times you are willing and able to get up. Dr. Patni, you talked about some of the strengths which we need to develop, like wisdom, etc. What would you say is the most important of those? 
it could be something which is individualistic. So for me, for example, wisdom is comes right at the top because wisdom then right. kind of allows all the other things to come together because I value knowledge, I value wisdom. That's the person I am. There are people whose hearts are very open. So for them, developing loving kindness Love. and compassion and emotional and social intelligence becomes a powerful technique and a powerful strength for them to then develop other things as well. So for example, in, in loving compassion and kindness, emotional and social intelligence, you can become courageous. You can have this perspective, which is very fulfilling. There are basically five different kind of constellation of uh, values. One is wisdom, okay. which I've already mentioned. Perseverance, honesty yes. as well. And then humanity, looking at loving kindness and compassion and emotional and intelligence, social intelligence as well. Another one is temperance in regulating ourselves. Forgiveness, humility, self-regulation, tempering your total personality. And the last one is what we call the spiritual dimension. Attitude, there is hope, there is faith, there is spirituality, there is meaning and purpose. So all these are strengths which anybody, if they persist, will be able to develop. Although there is no kind of strict hierarchy, but whatever appeals to you as a strength, just start off with that and you will see that others will then follow step by step. Okay. Any final guidance about this topic? you know, related to our lives? I think all of us will experience challenges throughout our life, right? That, that is a fact of life. First of all, acknowledge and recognize that, that there is going to be challenge. The thing is that how prepared I am to face these kind of challenges. So not only kind of thinking about, you know, what is my capacity in which direction and what is it that I can begin to think about improving and, and then to have a, plan of action. You gave us six points that we need to develop. Have a plan so you can work on each one of them every day or work on one at a time. That's right. You can work one at a time. So for example, if I say, okay, you know, develop creativity in your life. Okay. Mm -hmm. So which means creativity in all directions, creativity in your relationships, right. creativity in terms of your thinking and then your relationship with uh, uh, all different, you know, aspects of your of your life, uh, creativity in terms of arts, creativity oh. in terms of you know taking up you know something which which allows this creativity to take place, because creativity in itself opens up many different doors within ourselves. Yes, yes, and it opens the door of our imagination, our thinking, our way of functioning in the world. Then just mm -hmm. do work with that, work with that, and then you can start working with something else. From what you're saying is for us to work on ourselves. What about children? Mm -hmm. Do you think something should be put into the curriculums to develop their strength? Because the world we're going to, into, and one of my theories is yeah. that a lot of this stress, and you know, my family's going to laugh when they hear me say this, but it's because of this little device that we're carrying with us all the time, which is mm -hmm. now the smartphone we've got, we're talking here, we're talking there, we're connected to the internet, we're seeing what's happening in Hong Kong, we're talking to someone in the US, we're all over the place. So think about the phone device as a hub of connections. So you're connected with the whole world, basically. Yes, yes. Now imagine if you're just connected with one thing, the stress mm -hmm. is coming from there, the challenge is coming from there. But now if you're connected to the whole world, 
which means the 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 uh, you know the way in which everything is going to come into your life not mm-hmm. only that but the speed at which it is coming is also frightening now how yes. much pressure is going to that put on me not only to kind mm. of read whatever is going on but then to start reacting and responding to that also creates a challenge so yes. to be able to kind of put some disciplines into place that becomes an important part of the child's journey as we kind of instill some of this value right from the very beginning creativity curiosity perseverance you know talk about love kindness sharing caring these are so so important in the development of the of the child and and you know some of these things we miss out because there is so much kind of like you say is the focus of the children is very much taken up by mobile phone or whatever device and therefore it takes away the opportunity for self development but not to say that it's all bad wow. we not only tell them about it but much more important is through our own example how to yes. be the person you want them to be and not Love. only for your own sake but be the change for others as well so that they can see you that this is the person who has got this inner strength has got this inner values inner virtues which are helping this person to be in this kind of state in which they can they look very strong characters because they have can face any challenge that was a magnificent talk thank you so much thanks for joining us hope you enjoyed the wellness curated podcast please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it and here's to you leading your best life Thank mm-hmm. you.